and welcome to Music 101. Music 101 is created to empower musicians and legendary icons in the music industry. And today, Miss Andy is coming back. Yay! <laughs> happy to be back yes welcome back miss mj and where have you been oh you know just spending my time being beautiful and useful oh, <laughs> i agree with that i agree with that miss mj because you took your break for the summer yes so, i did what are the music um singers or songwriters that discovered for the summer discovered the so ones that I were, was not aware of um well you know I'm an aficionado so I'm aware of most of them <laughs> but I did I did discover a few groups that are cover bands of other groups and there's one in particular that I saw that was called the Heart Tribute Tribute Band And, and it, it hails from Vancouver, and they are really good if you get a chance to see them. They do a really, really good job, and my good friend Ray Roper plays guitar in it, and it's just a coincidence. I'm not giving him a plug. I mean, I would anyways, but he is a musician from a band that was called Stonebolt back in the 70s, if any of you are as archaic as I am. <laughs> uh, it's a great band. They're great and they sound just like them. And sometimes the original guitar player from Heart plays with them. Wow. So Miss NJ, which one of your favorite band or singers that we're gonna talk about today? Oh, I am so excited to do this one because I just love these guys. They're called The Hives. Now, the the it's not like they have the hives. <laughs> Where's the bees? Nothing? Well, um, it's hard to say because these guys move so fast, nothing could land on them. <laughs> they, okay. They've been voted the, the best live band ever. Did you agree? Because you went to their concert. Yep, but and I didn't. I mean, that was voted on before I got there because it took me all these years to get there. <laughs> but they are definitely the most entertaining band that I've ever seen. Uh, better than the previous uh, band that you like. Yes, better than all of them, really. So, what are the criteria that you're saying that this band is the best of the best band? Well. To begin with, this band is from Sweden, and I think that counts for a lot. Because <laughs> Sweden has, has it figured out, you know what I mean? Yes. And they're fairly peaceful, and, uh, and the hives are, um, they speak English perfectly. They've been asked if they would do a, a band or a song or an album in their country's language and they said no because they liked english better 
Um, they thought it just worked better and it was more universal. And they have so much energy. like, And they've got this fabulous story behind them about this Randy Fitzsimmons. And this is what I want to tell the most today. Okay. So who are the founding members of the Hive, Ms. Angel? Okay, well, the founding members are... The lead vocalist is, they call him Howlin' Pelly, and his name is Pelly Elmquist. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I even looked up the pronunciation. It's a uh, Elmvist, I think is how they say it. Elmvist. Okay. And then Nicholas Arson, Nicholas Arson, but his name is Elmquist as well. He's their brothers. Um, their original bass player was Dr. Matt Destruction, but in 2012, he left due to health conditions. But he is featured in their new album. Um, they've got, uh, on guitar, they've got Vigilante Karlstrom. Um, oh, and Nicholas um, Arson is also the, I guess you'd say the lead guitar player, but this band is famous for not having any lead solos no guitar solos ever why not because it's you've got to see them to realize to understand it because <laughs> they really really work as a unit you know what i mean like like they all everybody's getting the same amount of work and everybody's putting the same amount into it and it's craziness um then there is the drums which is chris danger uh his real name is Chris, Christian Gon and Johan only, as in one and only. So it's Johan only. And he plays the bass. And he took over after Dr. Matt Destruction had to leave. And like I say, that's been like 11 years. So he fits in there really good and he's real comfortable. So what is the genre of the music? The genre, people call it punk. It's garage rock is really what it is. I mean, punk is sort of in there. It's 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 uh, hard hitting. It's fast. Everything is fast and really punches you in the face, <laughs> you might say. Um, it's, he has a very, Pele has a very wonderful front man stage parents and as does his brother, they're all really, really hyper active and they're in their fifties and they've been doing it like since 93, they've been the hives and they have never slowed down. And even though they had an 11 year hiatus, not intentionally um, from their last album, they still, played concerts the entire time and backed up bands like the Arctic Monkeys, um, Kiss, uh, who else was it? Oh, ACDC. They backed up everybody. Um, Bruce Springsteen. Like they played for everybody, but they, and they could make it, they made it on all the songs that they'd already put out. And it took them 11 years to come up with a new album. And that's what I want to talk about. Definitely. So what is the origin of the band's name, The Hive? Um, he, they all wanted to have, 
a name that resembled something that was a group that all worked together. That is why, like, you know, in a beehive, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. There's there's yeah. the bee, like the queen bee, and then there's all the other workers, right? And they all, that's what they do. They work for a, a common goal. And uh, the queen bee was Randy Fitzsimmons, who was not an instrumentalist in this or a vocalist. He was the writer of all their songs. They never wrote the songs. This Randy Fitzsimmons would pop in and he'd give them songs and they'd record them and they sort of produced them like they had producers and stuff, but they arranged them and he'd give them hints about what he wanted and then he'd disappear when the album was already under construction. And if it worked out, if it was working out good because he'd have his connections, he'd let them know that that was good. Then he'd disappear for a couple of years until he felt it was time for them to write another one. And then he'd pop up again with all these new songs and he'd do the same thing over and then he'd disappear again because he wanted his anonym, I can never say this word, anonymity. He anonymity. Didn't, yes. And until like about a year ago, I don't think anybody even really knew his name a year or two ago, but something happened in between is back in 2000 when was it 12 they released their last album and they figured they'd hear from randy fitzsimmons and they didn't and so they looked for him because he never really gave them any information on where he was or anything he just disappeared that's the way he liked it and oh, they, wow. couldn't, they couldn't find him, couldn't find him. And it, the years went by and they really wanted to put another album out. And they had all sorts of great ideas for production and such, but they couldn't find him anywhere. And so they went digging into the archives of information and they found an obituary saying that he had died. Early. And, and he was Swedish as well. So it told them where he was buried and, they went through deciding whether it was real or not because they were having a hard time digesting it, really, after all these years. And they decided, okay, we know what city he's supposed to be buried in, and that's not like a Swede to be buried in a city that he's not from because he was from um, Fegersta, which is the same city that they're all from. And so they went, well, that's not right. It's kind of like common knowledge that all Swedes get buried where they lived, right? Um, so they went and they found they found it. They used this obituary and they, they found where he was buried. And they decided that they didn't believe it. So they dug it up. And it took them all night and they like had some legal problems for doing it afterwards, of course. <laughs> um, but when they opened the casket, there was no body. There was just suits. Empty. Yeah, there was suits because, oh yeah, let me throw this in. I have to remind you or, or tell you this part because I forgot. Um, every album that they put out, they wear a different uniform, they call it. And that's because they want to be considered like a crew. So they want everybody dressed the same. And they're always a tuxedo of some sort, usually black and white. But sometimes it's a white 
dinner jacket with black pants, white socks, black shoes, you know, um, or a top hat with the white shirt and the black bow tie and the tails, tucks and tails. And this one that they're using on their last album is black with big lightning bolts on it and white socks. And when they turn off the lights, they're iridescent. So they glow in the dark, which is the coolest thing I've seen yet. But they've always dressed alike. Anyways, they found one of each of their uniforms in the casket with one of each of their CDs and a piece of paper on typewritten paper said the death of Randy Fitzsimmons. And they went, well, you know what? That's not, he's not dead. But he gave them a bunch of information, like a bunch of starters of songs, as though he wanted them to finish them. So they did. And that's what the newest album is. Oh, wow. Is it that number one today? Their new release? Um, their, their biggest song right now is Bogus Operandi. Oh, and it's off of the new album. It's it's a fabulous album. It's exactly how the hives have always been. Everything is stiff drumming, like doom, doom, like really hard all the way through. The guitar player plays so hard. I sometimes think he's going to snap his own neck. It's not galloping, eh? No galloping. <laughs> That's a Canadian thing, baby. It's a Swedish. But uh, Miss Angel, before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening in Brazil. Obrigado, obrigado, people. Because in Sao Paulo, I we got 57% audience share. Rio de Janeiro at 14%. Mias Grayas at 7%. Rio Grande do Sul at 7%. Paran at 7%. And last but not the least, Sera at 7%. Obrigada, obrigada, Brazil, for supporting this podcast. Because this podcast is created to empower music itself and legendary icon in the music industry so miss nj which album is considered the highest breakthrough release um the very first album i would think has got to be it that's where it started because they went from 93 to 2004 i believe it was no yeah 2004 before um they really got noticed and it was tyrannosaurus hives Oh, wow. Yeah. Before Very that, we had Vinny Vidi Vicious. Oh, Alexander the Great. <laughs> but they're for, yeah, but like, they've had lots of them. But their first, the my favorite album, and I think it should be actually the best album voted because if I were the one to vote all the time for everybody, which I would, It would be the black and white album. And it has 14 of the best songs you ever heard on it. Oh, my God. So I'm just uh, looking for their tour dates, Miss NJ, in their website. They will be in on March 27. They will be in the United Kingdom. Oh, don't if miss are, them. Yeah. If you are interested to their tour dates, Just go to their website. They're in Newcastle, in the United Kingdom, all United Kingdom for the for the month of March. 
and April 2, all United Kingdom for next year. So all you are interested to, you know, go to their concert, well, just like Miss Anjay. Miss Anjay, can you tell us about the concert of? Of the heart. Oh, my God. You know, it took us forever. I found out that they were coming like a week before which is next to impossible to get tickets for anything like that. Now the hives, like in some cities, they like to just do it. Like they'll get hired to work behind another band. So they do huge venues with like 10, 20,000 people, but they really like playing a smaller club because they really are personalized. They'll go out there and they'll, and they'll reach out and talk about the people, you know, talk with the people out there. And Pele likes to, they have a mosh pit that is like the calmest mosh pit you ever saw. <laughs> it's like just a really relaxed mosh pit. But when he gets out there, because they're all very careful with him, because he's worth a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, they have these little sticks that they do. And my husband and I, can I tell the story about that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, they have these little things where they'll they'll just be playing and playing and playing and playing and playing, and all of a sudden they all stop at exactly the same time. And I've watched about ten videos of in different countries where every song is up tempo, so everybody's dump, jumping up and down and bouncing, having a great time. And then when they stop dead, they never move; they just freeze, and the whole crowd still mosh pits to nothing. And they wait for them to get mosh pitting so hard, and then they'll start again. <laughs> so if you see that happen, that's what you're supposed to do. But it isn't like a harsh people hurting each other mosh pit. It's just sort of people, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> and when the music starts and everybody's jumping up and down yelling again. But when we, they also have this other thing where they go, Pele likes to take control, and he's very full of himself, as, and I think it's, tongue-in-cheek but he uh he likes to go i am your new king and because they, they have songs and albums out like named the hives your new favorite band you know and uh and he's very full of himself anyways he does this thing where he goes He'll be talking away, does lots of talking, because I guess they're getting old, they gotta rest a little in between songs because they put a lot of energy out there. And he'll go, he'll get talking, and he'll go, okay, everybody get down. And I found out about this while I was there. Now I am getting up there, and my husband is already up there in eight years, you know what I mean? Yes. And he goes, get down. Well, everybody in the whole place just drops. They just oh, wow. crunched down. And I went, oh, I know. I know this. So I got down. The only person left standing <laughs> was my husband. And he had these two beers, mine and his, because I was out there mosh pitting. And he goes, he looks around and I said, Eddie, get down. And he goes, if I get down, I will never get back up again. <laughs> and Pele looked at him and said, that's okay. The old guy can stay up. <laughs> and he said, okay, now we'll play. And then they broke into song again. But they stand, like, he stands on speakers and jumps around and kicks, still does the high kicks that he used to do. 
He used to be described as the the love child of Mick Jagger and Iggy Pop because oh, of his wow. moves. Yeah. There's something else, eh? Oh, it was, yeah, they're wonderful. So, Miss Andy, have the Hives ever involved any controversies or disputes? Well, no, they've, they've always just sort of done what they're supposed Like, they've just wanted to be rock stars, and they don't really give a crap about what anybody thinks. <laughs> but they are never rude. I mean, they have kind of, in interviews, they speak candidly in that. But they, um, the thing is, is that people go, well, it is an adult rock, and they, they stick to this. This is their credo. Rock isn't rock if it becomes adult rock. When is the best time in your life that you enjoyed rock? Like when you discovered rock and had a great time in your life and it was fun is when you were a teenager, young rock is what's fun. Now, it might not be to adults. You know what I mean? The sound isn't what you necessarily want, but he goes, that's fine. If that isn't what you want, then you can go away. We're not trying to cater to the children. We're trying to cater to people who still want to have that kind of fun when they come to our concert. Definitely. And uh, before we go on, Miss Andy, this episode is being brought to you by Primalife Organics. Earth worth, give from the earth, showing your worth. If you are interested what is I'm talking about, I'm going to provide the link of uh, the company. It's all about organics people organics so miss nj what is the best highlight of the concert of the hives we're getting in because <laughs> <laughs> because we stood in the rain after we bought the tickets online and then my husband went up and they said nope your google's or your your microsoft's not working it's not giving us a ticket number you can't get in and so we stood out there for an hour and a half until we could bribe the doorman <laughs> and their ticket they're not expensive to go see they don't believe in charging a great deal for their tickets so they're they're a really fair price and they have fabulous music but you really got to check them out first the hives anything anything you want to listen to just check them out on spotify they've got everything definitely so what are the some of the musical influences on the hive sound um, every time on, uh, they had a live feed about their influences and they said, uh, like individually, they all have different influences. Um, a lot of the bands that they liked were really different from, from what they play. So they weren't really influences. Um, they said mostly they were their in own influence. If they thought that they were leading into a direction that looked or sounded like another band, they would abandon that song. Definitely. But they they really liked like the Ramones and that, but the Ramones were a lot more sharp, you know, and, and grungy. These guys are, they're just fun is what it is, but it isn't like goofy. It's fun. And the, the, this Randy Fitzsimmons, now whether he actually exists or not is up to you to decide. It could be a just a promotional thing, but it's up to you to decide. I know what the truth is, but I, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble or, or give them false, you know. If you rate the concert 1 to 10, where is it? 
11. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it was that good. And the and the venue only had like 600 people because they like to play, play the smaller venues because then they can be more in touch. Yes, more attached to their audience. Yeah. Have their hive releases in any alive albums or concert recording yes they have they only have at this point they did a live feed on instagram back in 2021 during the lockdown and it, i watched it it was fabulous but they have uh in 2020 they did live at the third man records in i'm not too sure where it is i think it's in europe somewhere um that was their only live one they're only live. They have lots and lots. Like on YouTube, you can watch like a thousand videos of the, okay. their full concerts, but they're not released on a DVD or anything. But they have six wow. studio albums, one demo album, uh, a compilation album, uh, and the one live album, like I said, and four extended plays. And uh, I'm inviting you to grab a copy of my best-selling audiobook available on iTunes and Audiobook. Please support them because I did hard work for them. So, Miss Anjay, let's do the wrap-up of The Hives. What can you say about it? I can say that I am very glad you did not ask me what my top five are <laughs> because <laughs> each album has 12 or more songs and... I'd have to say my top 39 or something, you know, because they're all too good. Oh, can I, can I give myself a little boost? Definitely. If you want to see really, really bad versions of their songs um, with their music, but me remaking them because I think it's hilarious, go to YouTube NJDJ Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I could use yeah. I could use the likes because I don't advertise. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So people, let's support Miss Angie YouTube channel. It's something else. It isn't it. You don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> you have TikTok too, right? Yes, I do. I, I'm Granny Good Pants out there. Yeah, yeah promote them, Miss Angie. Oh, my my YouTube is, like I say, it's NJDJ um, Ninja, because that's what I do. Oh, yeah, and that reminds me, the Hive sound people and crew are all dressed like ninjas. So you'll always know when the band is coming on because they're all ninjas running around with the oh, masks and the swords and the whole thing. Um, and my TikTok... Um, I think I call myself Granny Goodpants because I've got all these like a plethora of grandchildren. And the other day, a young guy told me to take a dirt nap, Granny. So I wrote a song about it and it will be coming up on TikTok in no time. So, yes, visit those. Yes, people, let's support Miss Andy. YouTube channel and the TikTok so that you can see what Miss Enya really is. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I never thought of that. <laughs> She's one talented woman. <laughs> talented woman, people. So, Miss Enya, thank you for your time. Thank you, Daniel, for having me back. I so appreciate it. It was so much fun. And I'm looking yes. forward to the next one. 
Yes, Miss NJ will be my guest every month, people. Let's yeah, catch you next time. Don't forget to listen to Daniel's podcast because he's got lots of them, so you can't get <laughs> yes. bored. Sex 101. Can you be my guest on my Sex 101? <laughs> I definitely will be. I know lots about that because I, I, I find myself having to read up on sex. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Body count people. See you soon. Bye-bye.